Hey friends, I'm Laura Malone and I'm obsessed with all things coaching, self-coaching, life coaching, specific niche coaching, all of it. For 20 years, I've been a traveling, homeschooling, full-time ministering, multi-passionate mom who finally decided to take the dream of starting my own business off of that top shelf. I realized that what I'd been doing all my life was called coaching. Then I found out it could be both ministry to those around me and a business blessing. Now I'm sharing everything I've learned over the years as coach, entrepreneur, and imperfect human who's still in process. I'm inviting you to my table laid out with a feast of spirit-led strategies, tangible tools, growth God's way, and clarity about your callings in life. So get ready to become the hero in your own story and an amazing guide to others. And now, enjoy the show. And may I suggest that if you don't have 35 minutes to listen to this, you can put me on one and a half times speed, and I still sound relatively normal. So don't feel guilty if you need to speed me up in order to get the goodness inside of this episode. Okay, so welcome back to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I had an encounter with the Lord last weekend, and I want to share it with you because it will affect some of you, and also because it is something that I want to talk to you about as you go through your life, as you become a coach, as you coach yourself, whatever it is that you're doing, the most important thing that you can do in the midst of it is to hear the voice of the Lord. So if you want to have a God-led business, if you want to pursue something in your heart, a dream, a vision, a creation of any kind, then whatever you want to do needs the voice of the Lord to speak to it. It needs to be undergirded and empowered by the Holy Spirit. So I want to talk to you about that today, about hearing the voice of the Lord, because without hearing him, I just don't know where I would be today. I think I've said before, we run a ministry called Crisis Response International that we started about 15 years ago. One day I'll do an episode to talk about how that came to pass and our journey and calling into building a nonprofit, which is its own form of entrepreneurship, solopreneurship really, and full-time ministry that really we did not expect or pursue. It just happened because of the voice of the Lord. There have been hundreds of miracles that have occurred in the past 20 years of my marriage. And I don't know if they would have happened if I wasn't married to this man (laughs) who believes in miracles and often follows the Lord with such a faith that it puts us in a position to need a miracle. (laughs) Bless you, husband. Um, I wouldn't have had the miracles in my life that I have experienced. I wouldn't know God the way I do. I wouldn't have faith for me and faith for you if I had not been in situations where I needed a miracle. And I needed miracles because I followed the voice of the Lord. He has never really given us direction in anything we've ever done that had all of the steps laid out, that gave us complete confidence in our soul, in our mind. And in our feelings. No, his confidence, the word of God that comes as the Holy Spirit speaks to you as a believer in Jesus, that comes to your spirit. 
the confidence that we have in our spirit when we hear the word of the Lord, that has what that's what carries you. That is what has gotten us through 20 years of pretty wild stories. That's what got me to this place where I had started Sterling and Stone mentoring because it was a dream the Lord put in my heart. It took a long time to manifest and get to the place where I'm at now, but it was his word to me, to my spirit. Because if I had trusted in confidence within my soul, I wouldn't be here. But I knew in my spirit what God had said. And I want to talk about this a little bit more because in Hebrews chapter 4, starting in around 12, it the word says that the word of God is quick and powerful, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, okay? Think of a scalpel as being one-edged, okay? Your steak knife. We're talking two-edged sword, and it penetrates to the core of where our soul and our spirit, our bone and marrow meet. Now, bone and marrow are two different things, right? So, The soul and the spirit, they are two different things, just like bone and marrow, but they're connected and they need each other. And just like a doctor can use a tool like a scalpel or some other, you know, whatever machines they've got today to divide bone from marrow, that because they are two different things that can be separated, just like that, the word of God is the tool, the sword, the scalpel that helps to divide and differentiate between our spirit and our soul. Our spirit, at the time we accept Jesus, our spirit is recreated, born again, renewed, and restored. But our soul is still undergoing a restorative process, okay? So our soul is made up of our paradigm, our beliefs, values, perspective, and thought life, and our emotions and feelings, our imagination, and our will. And our soul is what the Bible talks about as our flesh. Our soul and our body are our flesh, and they cry out against moving towards what the Lord says to do if they're not led by the spirit, the recreated spirit within us. So the Lord burns up and refines the things of our soul. But the spirit within us is already, because God is within us, God with us, Emmanuel, That spirit within us, it longs to be aligned with God. It longs for more of God's will. But our soul and body want comfort and false peace and self-righteousness, wants to hold on to our pride and our dignity. Um, They are movable, okay? All of those things are shakable. And the Bible is very clear about shaking whatever can be shaken, but the spirit of God within you can't be shaken. He is with you always. He is always for you. You know why? Because he is in you. He would not be against himself. You are you are heir, co-heir with Jesus. Okay, you are in the kingdom of God. And he lives and dwells in you and you abide in him. And that all happens in your spirit. But your soul is still undergoing a restorative process for the rest of your days. And our bodies are sometimes being restored. But I can tell you in the mid-40s that I can see 
not a lot of evidence of restoration. <laughs> we are just moving towards Jesus. That's what we know. <laughs> but our spirit, when it when we nourish our spirit and bless our spirit to rise up, to lead our soul and our body, then we operate from the place of being able to renew our mind. Our spirit wants the word of God to come and give us truth and align us to follow what his will is, to hear his voice. It's the eyes and the ears that that hear him and see him and move towards him and with him, okay? Not the eyes and the ears of our body. In Matthew 16, the Pharisees and Sadducees, they come to Jesus because they want a sign from heaven. And he says, you know, when the evening comes, you say it'll be fair weather because the sky is red or in the morning today it's going to be stormy because the sky is red and overcast you can inter- you can interpret the appearance of the sky because you see it with your eyes he's saying but you can't interpret the signs of the times and a wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign that they can see with their eyes but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah and Jesus left them and went away so what Jesus was saying is that When you're only looking with your natural eyes at the world, you're missing out because it influences your soul and your body influence your perspective and your paradigm, your thoughts, what you believe, what you focus on. And if you're focused on the things that your eyes see, that can take over and keep you from seeing things with your spirit, the eyes and the ears of your spirit. The place that the Lord is speaking to you and showing you things, the signs of the times, to be able to interpret what is really going on and what God is saying, it is necessary to let the eyes and the ears of your spirit be first and foremost and be making the decisions for you, leading you and guiding you in whatever it is you build, whatever it is you envision, whatever it is you pursue and create. The heart is the doorway into your spirit, and it swings both ways. Picture it as the door that your soul can swing in through the door and inform your spirit and lead your spirit, or your spirit can be blessed to swing wide that door and open it up and, and inform and fill your soul with truth, okay? If you imagine that, think about if you just see with your natural eyes, the physical eyes that you have, the physical ears that you have, that's how you're seeing, that's how you're hearing, then you are missing everything. You are only seeing things that are temporary. You're not seeing the fullness of truth. You have to see with the eyes and the heart, the eyes of your spirit, the ears of your spirit, your heart has to be moved towards the Lord. And if your soul is leading you and your body is leading you, you will miss it. You will not hear the voice of the Lord. And he call, He calls to you. He's constantly calling. He's constantly knocking and saying, let me lead you and know the best way. Let me be your guide. Let me be your hero. And you get to rise up and partner with him in that from the place of your spirit. You get to come and and choose. Your spirit can call your your soul and say, let's go abide in him. And that's the place where you really begin to hear the word of the Lord for your vision, for your life, for your family, your home, your business, 
for your coaching, whatever you're doing, hearing the voice of the Lord in your spirit is the most important part of whatever you're doing. I say this because I know it. I know it without a doubt. I want to give you a confirmation that if you've been feeling that, if you've been feeling that God is sharing anything with you and moving on you, pressing on that door of your heart, knocking and and saying, hey, come this way. You're going that way. And it may not necessarily harm you, but it might not be the best for you. There are two trees. There's the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And then there's the tree of life. So if you follow the spirit of God, you will always eat from the tree of life. But the tree of good and evil is not just the tree of evil. It is a tree of good things. The the word of God helps you divide the difference between if you're operating from a place of your spirit or operating from your soul and your flesh. The word of God does that and renews your mind and brings the division so that it can um, it can reveal, it can identify things for you. Okay. So our spirit might actually have a yes to something that the Lord has said to do, but our flesh, our soul and our body may cry out. No, (laughs) it may even have a drastic, um, response and reaction to what the spirit of God is saying that our spirit wants to say yes to, but our soul hinders that yes. So God will take us through a process of letting go and burning away the things that cause our, our soul to want to say no to him. When our, when our spirit is re, renewed and recreated and the spirit of God dwells within us, it wants to rise up. And it will. that's where you're going to experience double-mindedness, and conviction is when your spirit and your soul are not in alignment with one another. They're not both going the way of the Lord. So you'll feel an impression. And if you feel that in any way, in any area of your life, this is what I suggest you do. You begin to bless your spirit and remind yourself that your spirit longs to lead you and is able to but your soul has spent years and decades leading you. Your body has been spending decades leading you. You have to begin to renew your mind with the word of God and remember with this revelation that your spirit can rise up and lead you, but oftentimes throughout the day, we go in and out. We fluctuate between being led by our spirit and being led by our soul and our body. So when you hear the word of the Lord saying, I want you, you know, you feel an impression or a conviction that you're not going the way that he's calling you to go, that you're choosing the tree of good and evil, that you're there, you're going in the direction of a humanistic mindset of this sounds really good. It seems to be the right way. That doesn't make it God's way. And when he rises up and speaks to you, when he makes his voice known, you become accountable for what your spirit knows and how your soul is choosing to follow what he says or choosing not to follow. You become accountable and therefore responsible before him 
with what you do with the word of the Lord. So hearing the voice of God is imperative to your success, the sustainable success in your life. And the kingdom of God is upside down. It does not define success the way that the world does. And that is how I lead my business. When, when I pray, when I focus on it, that's what I want. I want a God-led business. And I have a lot of experience building things, being God-led. So I'm at a point where I'm really able to more readily see the difference between what my soul wants and what my spirit wants. This may be, get, be the beginning of your journey. So again, don't compare your beginning to my middle, but listen to what is going on, the difference between the voice of your spirit and the voice of your soul. Remember that your soul is made up of your, your paradigm, what I call your paradigm, your beliefs and perceptions, um, your values and your thoughts. This is your thought life, okay? And as well as your emotions and your will and your imagination. Those things will always rise up because they want something. So does your body, your physical body. They all want to go in a direction that flows with the habits and the coping mechanisms and the defense strategies and the offenses and the hopes and desires that come from the place of the soul. But God has something better for you. He has something for you that is led and grown in the soil of his spirit and what he has best for you, his promises of a hope and a future. Okay, so again, let's go back to when you want something in your life to be led by God, you need to hear the word of the Lord. So I and I really encourage you to sit and stay and press in and be steadfast in pursuit of what God's word is in any area that you're trying to grow in so that you make sure you're growing in good soil, that you're building things on the right foundation, that you have the rock to build from. You have to become more concerned about your yeses and nos, making sure that your yeses and nos to the Lord are different than your yeses and nos to other to any man, woman, or child, okay? If you want a confident yes or no, then it comes from the place of your spirit. It comes from the Lord because true confidence is in your spirit. It's not in your soul, what your thoughts and your intellect and your knowledge know. That is movable and fallible confidence. When you have the word of the Lord, you can be confident that he will follow through on anything he's promised. Whatever he has said will not and cannot be voided. But when you're confident from a place in your soul and in your body, what you know and what you feel, it is completely possible for that confidence to be wiped out and for there to be no return on that investment. Now I want to tell you about the encounter I had with the Lord this last week. As many of you have probably heard, the Greenhouse course, the Life Coach Training and Certification course that begins July 14th. I've been building that out. It's something that has been on my heart. I know the Lord said to do it. He's got the right people to be in it. He's already bringing the right people to be inside of this course, inside to come through the doors of the greenhouse. I'm really excited about it. 
and I've just been building prayerfully, but still just building and and creating it. And I like to say that I've been doing it with the Lord. However, last weekend, I heard the, the Lord speak up and say, um, you have priced it incorrectly. And that was actually, let's just say that was a thought process from what he said, because what he said was pretty blunt. My course, because it's a beta course, meaning the first one that I have, that I'm doing, and it will grow from there, but it's still going to be pretty spectacular. I had priced it at $997 for a beta course for 10 weeks. It's a full training and a certification. And if you consider that cost in light of every other course out there, um, and maybe you're not familiar with what is out there in trainings and courses online, things, offerings online, I will tell you if you don't know that a lot of courses, especially a cohort course that is live taught, they are thousands of dollars. And even the beta courses run at more than what I was pricing mine at. But I know the people that I'm talking to and the people that I feel called to coach and to teach are not high ticket clients. I don't think that most of you have millions of dollars in the bank. And I want to meet your needs. I want to meet you where you're at because my business is truly my ministry. It's what I have to give. And I have been doing it for free for a lot of years because I've been doing it in a nonprofit ministry direction. But then when I started Sterling and Stone Mentoring, it put me in a position to be able to be compensated for some of what I do. However, I've always kept it at a lower cost in comparison to what most business coaches would tell you to do. And I've always want to because that's my heart. And that's that doesn't make anyone else wrong or say that they shouldn't be charging more than what I do. But what I charge has no reflection on it, the value or my experience or anything else. It, ha- it is a reflection of my heart towards my clients and my coaches. So when the Lord showed me that the cost of this course was supposed to be $500 <laughs> and not $1,000, my soul and my body <laughs> both had something to say. And at the same time, I knew my spirit knew, and I heard my spirit be consistent and confident that his way was the right way. And yet I knew that my soul and my body wanted something different, had been planning on going a different direction. And I knew that from experience that no matter what my soul and body want, they will give in to what my spirit says yes to. So the no in my soul, the no in my flesh, I knew it would submit eventually to my spirit. It took me three days. It used to take me years. (laughs) I'm just at a place where I, I just know better. There's no reason for me to waste this time because I can say no and it can take four more years. But the, the problem with that is that I will be 
experiencing favor and blessing only so far if I have heard the word of the Lord and I choose not to follow it. There's a hummingbird right outside my window. So hello, Holy Spirit. Anyway, the point of this that I want to get across to you is that the greenhouse course is now no longer $997. It is $497. (laughs) And it'll be a 10 week course that will train you with strong coaching foundations, certify you as a Sterling and Stone life coach. And this will give you the support you need to go even find other niches to coach in, but you will know how to be a good coach. You will become a great coach. You will have peer coaching. You'll have live training sessions. There will be some business foundations in there. We'll have guest speakers, experts. You'll have me doing live training. You'll have guest guest experts and a community of like-hearted, like-directed people to move forward with, which I think is the best part of the course. Beyond training, beyond workbooks, beyond taking the steps, it's doing it with people who understand you and are passionate about the same thing. Being able to actually have conversations with people doing what you're doing, who want to encourage you and support you and pray for you. Honestly, that's the best part. It's the part that I love the most about a cohort training program is learning with other people, challenging one another and keeping each other accountable. And even the deadlines have excitement and energy around them. They don't feel uh, like terrible pressure. They feel exciting and energized because other people are on the same deadline and you are challenging one another. And then you can ask each other questions and say, hey, I did this. I I just don't know. Did I do it well? Did I do it right? You know, how is your way? What's your way of doing it? What do you think? And you get so much feedback about people from people who care when so often what we care about, what we're pursuing is not the same thing that the people in our very close sphere of influence, specifically our households or our jobs, those people don't care about the same thing. That's not their passion. So a cohort training program puts you in a position to be surrounded by like passioned, like, what's, what would you call that? Like impassioned people, <laughs> like-hearted, like-directed, like-minded. Okay. People who are passionate about the things you're passionate about, and it gives you an outlet to talk about the things you're passionate about. And if that is coaching, then this is for you. And I hope and pray that this makes it possible because for you and so many others to be able to get a strong foundation in coaching because it's $4.97 now. And maybe the Lord will tell me to raise that price down the road. I don't know, but it will stay $4.97 until I hear the word of the Lord. When you don't know what to do next, you stay with the last thing you heard the Lord say. I've been a homeschooler for 14 years, and the last thing I heard the Lord say was to homeschool. And so we haven't done anything else besides that because the word of the Lord to us hasn't changed. And so nothing else will change with my children's schooling until the Lord says something different. Now I'm going to tie all of this into 
Monday's episode, which is about how to price your coaching as you're starting out. And we're going to talk about the difference between being business-minded and being kingdom-minded. So when you're led by your spirit in building your coaching practice or a business or anything else that you are doing within or without outside of um, coaching, you want the kingdom minded. You want to seek the kingdom first. You want to, um, the Bible says that if you seek to save your own life, you'll lose it. So we're not doing things in the temporal realm. And I know that when the Lord called me to teach and coach coaches, it was about multiplication. I want I'm the kind of person who is made to pour out into other people. I love to help people. I love personal transformation. I love growth in every area that you're called to. And I want to help see you get there. And I've been doing that in the format of what would look like addition for 20 years. But now it is the season where the Lord has called me to multiplication. And that's why I'm doing the greenhouse course is because I want to give what I pour into one client at a time. I want to pour that into multiple people who will go then pour that out. I want to sow things into good soil. And then I want to see good things grow up and rise up out of that and then be released into the world. That is the point of the greenhouse. And I believe that that's why the Lord turned me back from looking and listening to the tree of good and evil. Okay, I was listening to a lot of good things. I've been researching and studying courses and launches and business and all of these things for years, really, but very much focused on it in the past few months in the direction of going this way. So in doing that, I had a lot of voices speaking to me. And even though I was still listening for the voice of the Lord, there were too many voices that weren't his voice speaking into my life through podcasts, through books, through other good, you know, kind hearted people giving direction to me, but they were not as, as okay and good as they were. They're different from the voice of the Lord that speaks from the tree of life. And God uses some of them and gives me direction and knowledge and understanding. But I needed to step away and God gave me a quiet weekend where there were not a lot of voices to be paid attention to. And that was where I began to really feel a strong impression and had a really beautiful encounter with the Lord. The encounter was beautiful. My soul's response was not. I was angry. I'll be very honest, very upset. My soul, you know why? It wasn't because of the money. It was because I had already planned my way. I have spent a lot of time investing into research and direction and planning. But what does the Bible say about our plans? In Proverbs 16, 9, it says that basically we plan our way, but the Lord the Lord Jehovah. He is the one that determines and orders our steps. And I was upset because my plans were yet again 
moved. I had begun to develop confidence in something that was movable and fallible. And the Lord redirected me in one simple encounter that was deep and penetrating and divided what was happening between the diff- between my spirit and my soul. And my soul was not happy. But it took me three days. The Lord allowed me this gracious period of time to process. And he knows that he created my soul and body to need a process. You need that process. And you don't know how long it's going to take you. It may not take you three days. It may take you three years to process and to grow. And for your soul's no to submit to your spirit's yes, so that you can follow in the ways of the Lord. And I encourage you today that to, to ask him if there's any way within you that is not pleasing to him because your soul is leading you instead of your spirit. And as he begins to just reveal that to you, let your spirit rise up. Begin to nourish your spirit with books and speakers and friends and people in your life, but go first to the word of the Lord and let it nourish you. Let it teach you and reveal things to you and divide your spirit from your soul because it does not feel good for those things to be divided. If you could feel the marrow being taken from your bone, it would not feel good, but it can bless you. If you will undergo his surgery and do what he's asking you to do, let him have his way, then it will be a sustainable, successful journey because the success happens in the kingdom. It happens in the spirit more than it happens in a temporal, um, temporary realm that we live in. The physical things are going to pass away. But the things that the Lord speaks to your spirit, they will remain, they will be solid, and they will carry you through. You can always turn back to him. So I pray that this encourages you today, right where you're at. Again, whether you're a coach, you want to become a coach, or you're not coaching anybody but yourself, this all applies to anything that you're pursuing in your life. All of the things that you're doing in your parenting, in your job, in your schooling, in your, in your church, your ministry, in your day-to-day life, listen for the voice of the Lord and recognize any of the distractions that are speaking to you that take you away and overtake the voice of the Lord in your spirit. Just take some downtime and pursue what he says. And if you have not heard what he says yet, just keep being patient wait and keep pursuing. And if you forget that you're pursuing him about something, I, I'm i a firm believer in post-it notes. I think the Lord really had a hand in um, inventing them. I think it was definitely a co-creation moment. Whoever did actually invent the post-it note, I think that they are meant for you to lead us and to guide us. Write the word of the Lord on it. Even just put little code words to remind you of what you're praying about, what you're pursuing. And I put N-Y-S for nourish your spirit, L-Y-S-B, to lead your soul and body. I put that in different places, um, N-Y-S-L-Y-S-B. 
And that is my reminder that there's a different, there's a difference between my spirit and my soul and body and the Lord. It, it is my responsibility to nourish my spirit and to bless it, to rise up and be the, the part of me that leads my life. And I encourage you to do that. I pray that this has been a blessing, even though it has been a longer episode. And I pray that your spirit would know that the light of God's face is shining on you and that you would know his graciousness towards you. Until next time, friend. Are you ready to become a hero in your own story by investing in yourself through life coaching? Are you looking to become an amazing guide to others by becoming a coach or up-leveling your current practice? Then check out sterlingandstonementoring.com to see how we can work together. And don't forget, it's really easy to say thanks if any of this free content has been a blessing to you just by leaving a quick written review over on Apple Podcasts. And thank you in advance.